Hello everyone. Hopefully you are back in your seats after what was an unbelievable German Grand Prix. Shaker Barty alongside myself, Tyler McDonald, Chris Cato on vacation. He's on vacation. Two weeks before summer break, which yes. I don't know if he planned that out properly. <laughs> um, I mean, he still got to enjoy a really good race. He did, that's true. At least he got to see the race. Um, episode 58 of the Backmarkers F1 show. And uh, just, wow, are like blown away. Um, and we were talking just before the podcast on how there's there's so much to talk about in this race. There, there is. is. There yeah, like, <laughs> we're going to touch on every point very quickly because there's just so much to talk about and we don't want you guys to be listening for an hour and a half. And we're also going to try and fit preview into this race as well yeah. because Chris not being here, we're all busy within the next few days, so it's just not going to happen. So yeah. it's going to be a short preview at the end of this too. Yeah, review, preview. Yes. Um, so obviously hungry in the back-to-back week this week. Um, the final back-to-back before the um, summer break, which will be coming up three weeks. I three believe. weeks, yeah. That's uh, they're and they start in August and come back in August. I only learned this last week. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Well, what can you do? <laughs> um, but let's let's get first off with the German Grand Prix and just your initial thought shaker because for me, as an F1 fan, this might be the best race I've ever seen. It's it's up there with with uh, with Canada when Button won. Hands down, probably the best race I've seen. Because I only got into F1 like two years ago. That's true. But hands down, the best race I've seen. Um, there was action. There was drama. Like everything you wanted in a race. And we've not like all fans that have been kind of complaining about the last few years. It was in this race. There was a lot of pit stops. A lot, You know, yeah. the entire team was involved. And it came, to, came out to be a really good race overall. Um, I don't think I have any complaints about this race. I, I don't either. <laughs> I, I can't think of one thing that I didn't like about this race because it did really have everything. It had the weather change, which was like right in the perfect area, right in the middle where it was maybe too dry or maybe too wet, but, mm-hmm. you know, it could be dry enough for dry tires and it's caught, you know, world champions out. It caught, oh, exactly. uh, it caught Lewis Hamilton out. And, um, had, I mean, we want to see the drivers drive. We want to yeah. see them, you know, have – Who's the best driver on that day? Who who can manage uh, their car the best? And uh, it ended up being Max Verstappen. Um, you say that day, but you know, like those few seconds in every corner is what it what it came down to in this yeah. race. That's you know they really need to concentrate and make sure that they follow the exact same turn as they did last time to make it all happen. Well, we saw you know he put half a wheel off in yeah. turn one. Uh, and Bottas is out of the race. Yeah, exactly. You know, he did it fine, you know, the first 60 or 52 times or 53 times, whatever the number was. Mm-hmm. Um, but just that, that one time, you get a little bit off, and he's out of the race uh, with a wrecked Mercedes. Yeah, and Hulkenberg as well. You know, like, there's yeah. so many people in this one. Charles Leclerc, like, there's there's a lot of people. We'll, we'll try to go in chronological order. Okay, okay. But we might get mixed <laughs> up because there's just so much going on. Um, but first, before we get into that, I want to go to you, the viewers. Uh, is this the best race you've ever watched in your F1, I guess, watching career uh, throughout viewing career, viewing career? <laughs> <laughs> uh, throughout the time that you've been a fan of F1? Because for me, I think it is the best race. Uh, but if you have ones that you think are better, please let us know down in the comments below because we want to hear uh, all of your ideas and see maybe we can rank uh, see where this ranks among greatest f1 races of all time um so let's start off first shaker with the formation laps yeah um three of them i believe which three i think there was three or four and there's a lot of confusion before the race because usually we ha- this happens you know we start the, the race under the safety car mm-hmm. and it's not a standing start like we saw it's a safety car start and they just uh, you know take the laps off the Grand Prix, so it'd be starting on lap four. Mm-hmm. They kind of did that. They you know they just kind of shortened the Grand Prix from sixty four laps to sixty one, I believe. I think it was sixty seven to sixty four. Was oh it okay that yeah yeah I think that's that could what be it was yeah. Um, which uh, is fine because it, yeah. it's um the cars have to be warm up, be weighed know. And yeah yeah understand gas in there. Um. But, you know, the drivers are heckling to, yeah. let's get <laughs> let's racing. Just, let's, let's just get to it. And it was an absolute shocking start from Red Bull. Both cars, I don't know if it was something wrong with their clutch system in the, in the wet, but for Stoppen and Gasly, both of them mm-hmm. got off to a horrid start. I mean, they had every car fly by them. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, Verstappen, uh, I think, had this, not the same issue, but, you know, an issue with that the last week, uh, mm. the last race as well. So, um, I, don't, I don't think it was the same issue. I think they were saying it was more he just didn't get the grip, obviously. Right. I think that's what it was compared to the other cars. So, but yeah, that's it's, both Red Bulls happened to do it at the same time. Yeah. You know, it, it just seems weird. They were the, the only ones that really had a, a really bad start. Mm-hmm. Um well, I think Max Verstappen has proven that his bad starts don't equal to bad finishes. Well, no, they don't. <laughs> Clearly, they don't. Um, Hamilton and Bottas got off to a, a great start as mm-hmm. well. Um, Hamilton obviously took the lead uh, and, and controlled the race throughout the first little bit. We saw Sergio Perez spin out very early very and crash early, out, yeah. uh, which is unfortunate for him because you know we saw you know you, you see what happened with Stroll. Well, yeah. That could have been him maybe going for a podium finish. So. Yeah, I mean, if they follow the exact same st- team strategy, though, he would have been up there. You know? Yeah, so so kind of heartbreaking for Perez in the in the long run of things. I mean, uh, he had to watch from the pit wall. So that created the first safety car, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. Uh, and that was the mad rush to turn on to Inters. Inters, yes. And this is when the first real controversy of the race started because Charles Leclerc came into the pits to change... Uh, onto enters and he was released right basically into Grosjean. Yeah. Um, and Grosjean had to stop in the pit lane and then he kind of stalled his car a bit and eventually got it into gear to get into his pit stall, but it really hurt Grosjean. Mm-hmm. Are you okay with the penalty that was assessed? And the th- penalty that was assessed was Ferrari got a team fine for an unsafe release instead of a five or 10 second or a drive through penalty for Charles Leclerc for an unsafe release. See, I'm not okay with it, but I get it. But I think it should have gone towards a driver because he stopped another driver to get into his own uh, to get into his own pit. You know, so I think it should have been more determined on the actual race rather than giving the team fine. Um, but yeah, how did you feel about it? I mean, I, I think, I think the team fine. I mean, if that's a smaller team, if that's a, a racing point, a Haas, a, a Williams. It's a lot that of money. Hurt them. Yeah, hurt them real bad. Ferrari, that's pennies to them. Yeah. Um, and in the end, it, it you know, you teams that are rich, Red Bull, Renault, Ferrari, Mercedes, if the stewards say well, we're going to fine you if you do this, but they're getting a massive advantage of getting out and and holding up their competitors, mm-hmm. they'll throw out the money they, to yeah, get track exactly. position. Might as well, right? It has to be a penalty on the driver, in, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. It has to be a five or ten second penalty there for Charles, and you know it, it ruined Grosjean's track position, unfortunately for him. Um, and Charles really flourished from it. Uh, mm-hmm. He ended up, you know, staying up with the pack, and you have to protect people on the pit lane in the end. Oh, for sure, yeah. Those mechanics. I mean, we we know how close and how tight the pit lane is for F1 and how wide the cars are now. Mm-hmm. It's very dangerous for everyone. We saw, you know, Kimi Raikkonen run over his mechanic's leg last year and broke his leg. So, um, and was that incident at Bahrain this year too? Was it Bahrain or is it... Uh, I think it was Bahrain. I think it was. With Ferrari, I think. Was it? Was it Ferrari? I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Anyways. But <laughs> if we had to, you know, those, 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 the pit crew guys, I mean, they're probably in the most danger. I mean, they're standing there right in front of a car hoping that they stop or other cars stop. So mm-hmm. um have to protect the people in pit lane. So I think it's the wrong decision by the FIA. I think so too. I Like I said earlier, I think it should be more towards the driver rather than the team because in the end, you're helping yourself and you're stopping another team from getting up ahead and, or keeping their own time, you know? So uh, let us know what you think. Uh, is the penalty for Ferrari a fine? Is that is that okay? Do you, would you like to have seen a penalty to Charles Leclerc? Um, yeah, let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, after that restart, it's all a blur. Uh, everything mixes into one. Um, Daniel Ricardo went out with a blown. What did he blow? Obviously, his engine failed. It was his, his engine, but before that, it was Magnussen that went on the softs first, correct? Right, right after the first one. Was that after the first? Is that the first safety car? I know. I thought that was was the second safety. I think car? that was the second safety car. We should have uh, honestly. We should we should have done something, but anyways, um, I don't know. Anyways, so Daniel Ricardo, uh, well, if if we're not in order, uh, we f- forgive us. There's way too much happening. There, yeah, ways. there was a. We'll, we'll just cover the incidents we remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, Ricardo's engine blows. Uh, really unfortunate for him because yeah. Renault could have been on the flyer. Um, mm-hmm. 
He was using his first engine. His from first... Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it, I mean, it really it doesn't matter. Sense yeah. Why would uh, why would we go? So you know, bad luck for Daniel. He was out of the race very early and kind of forgotten about throughout this whole race. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had <laughs> a lot of stuff happen. Um, I guess we can go to the strategy call for drivers to start on softs. Yeah, because it was Magnuson that went on at first. Yeah. Because I remember all the commentators asking, you know, saying that the drivers are probably wondering how the how Magnuson's doing on his right. softs. And he's crazy, the craziest, so it makes yeah, sense why it, he would go on first. Yeah, he would be the first one to go do it, because that's when they were looking at things clearing up a little bit. Yeah. And then I think almost everybody went on medium as softs at this point. I think Charlotte Claire was the second one to go on. Yeah, Charlotte was on softs, and then I Max, think Max was went on, on, mediums. on mediums. Yes. And so did... No, Hamilton went on softs. I think Hamilton did go on softs. I, I think, think Valtteri on went on softs. Uh, yeah. On mediums, sorry. Oh, did he? I don't know. I think it was mediums. Um. Anyways, slick tires. <laughs> <laughs> um, Different strategy. So Max spins. I, I don't know what happened first. I think it was Max doing, the, Max three, doing the 360 first. Yeah, which is crazy to think that he spins Bar- out during a race. A middle of a race, not a, you know. Mm-hmm. Spins out in the middle of the race, does a 360, gets back going. Uh, obviously, gets a new set of tires. I think he got inters. Mm-hmm. I think he went in right away for inters because that's when everything happened. And he ended up, that's how he ended up being in f- first, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he spins, uh, which is a blessing disguise for him. Yeah. Um, and then Charles Leclerc just gets that <laughs> a little bit of oversteer. And just a little bit. Um, goes right. Oh, first actually, we missed. This is how it got named the the ice, the ice rink. Is that what they called it on the yeah? Broadcast? I think they did the call it on rink? the ice rink. Yeah, it was Carlos Sainz went off first on inters. Oh, but he managed but he to managed keep his car running and exactly. everything, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very well done for yeah, Sainz. Very impressive because not a lot of people did. No, um, and so yeah, so that happened. Then Charlotte Clark gets on the skating rink and hammers the wall on the side and it looked for a second like there were, there was no damage to the car and that was immediately after the safety car had gone away no there was no, no. safety car at this point no Sorry, he no, was no. a safety he yeah. ended up causing it um and like it, there was no damage to the car either no his he just couldn't move no, it just got, got stuck. stuck in rocks yeah he got stuck which i mean maybe you want he would should have fired in reverse or yeah, i know if reverse is hard to engage and i mean he got swamped down in there but Oh, oh man, I felt bad for the guy as soon as Poor I saw guy. it happen. Like, that is a rough few. I mean, he had a decent week last week, yeah. but like that is a f- rough few weeks of him racing. And he's so hard on himself. Like, oh yeah, he was on, visibly upset. And I, th- I don't think he, I don't think he can really blame himself at that point. Because like, man, like, what are you gonna do? It's it's just a bad corner. You just slip, uh, switch to brand new tires right after it. Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know. It's, it's a hard call to like, just put it completely on Charles, but yeah, I feel for the guy, man. Like he, uh, he definitely, definitely deserved a little more than that out of this race. Yeah, I know he did. And, uh, it just, he had a oh, he could have had a win qualifying. And if his car didn't fail in, uh, in Q3, like we would see him starting on podium and number yeah. one, most likely. Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. Um, so that brings up the safety car and Lewis Hamilton, here he comes, Lolly Dog, coming through the corner. Gets catches a little bit of understeer as well, in the exact same just, spot. Just goes out, and then see you later. Yeah. Um, but he managed to have some momentum to keep the car going. He, I thought he was gonna hit Leclerc's car for oh, a second. I, I think, he, I think he was too. Like it was, it was, it was close. I'm surprised that he managed to like keep his. Well, I mean, his car wasn't together, but like no, <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah, so he. Goes into the gravel, somehow keeps it going, keeps the momentum, but does damage half his front wing. Half his front wing, and then proceeds to go backwards slightly. Like, not much. Not, not really. much. Not yeah. like, a, like a, maybe a meter backwards, is yeah. what I would say. And then proceed onto the pit lane. Um, on the wrong side of the, the ball. On the wrong side. Ex- yep, exactly. And then his team wasn't expecting it. Yeah, what a wild scene that was, eh? Like, oh, my God. It was... It was really interesting to see live from like that point from like the camera's point of view and then I just today watched the point of view of Lewis Hamilton just He's waiting just there for fifty there. seconds. He's like 
well, I can't do anything. It's like, but whatever. It, it's not the mechanic's fault because no, it's obviously not. they're... They were not aware of the like, incident. <laughs> gave them 10 <laughs> seconds to prepare. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Like, it's still like good on them. They managed to do as much as they could to make it happen. Um, I think they were, weren't expecting anybody to come in the pits at that no. point. So, you know, the man, fact that they managed to, man, uh, uh, everything, managed to make everything happen at 50 seconds is it, pretty impressive on its yeah. own. They were running around with their heads cut off like, yeah. a, like a chicken. But, <laughs> like, you know, one guy put the soft back on and, like, it was like, no, put the intern yeah. on, man. <laughs> yeah. So, eventually, they got the right tires on there uh, and changed the front wing. Yeah. Um, but that ended up giving Lewis Hamilton a five-second penalty for mm-hmm. failing to go on the wrong side of the – or go on the wrong side of the bollard, which, honestly, like, I'm surprised he got off that light because if you think of it, it could have been. I thought I was expecting ten seconds for that. If he or even a drive-through, because if he has to go all the way back around the track like that, if he's losing a crap ton of time. Oh yeah, like a stupid amount of time. Um, so for him to only lose five seconds during that, he's going psh, whatever. Yeah, That's nothing. Not a five big seconds. Deal. I mean, it's a lot in racing time, but I mean, compared I mean, to da- what it could it have been, actually did matter in the end, right? Because he would have he he would have been able to while he was waiting the pit lanes for the fourth. Uh, safety car i think he a few people passed him and if he didn't have that five second penalty he would have made it ahead of them i think yeah no 100 percent. but i mean it's just it's not as bad as it could have been i think because he could have been driving around you know been not even have restarted fifth Mm -hmm. Uh, i could have been starting last from that point Mm -hmm. um so yeah anyways the restart it had i think max is in first place at this first uh i think valtteri in second yeah, and then I think at this point Albon Albon's ca- caught up. Albon was in, up there. I Science think he was at a third or fourth. Signs was up there. I think Vettel was at Vettel was like eighth behind Pierre Gasly and seventh. I think Pierre Gasly was seventh. Yeah, something like that. In that order, you, you know, give we, or take. I think we have the top uh, three right. Nico Hulkenberg crashed out at one point too. I think that was immediately but, after this safety car right. raid, which would have cost the next safety car. Right. Right. Because there was right. no crashes afterwards. That sounds right. Anyways, yeah. Pure <laughs> Gasly crash? Yeah, that was later in the race, though. I was at the but end. But was, was there a safety car no, for that one? No, right? No, because he just parked it in the side. Yes, okay. Um. So, yeah, Hulkenberg. And, like, everyone... Because, no, Hulkenberg was up there in second or third. And then oh, he got passed. Oh, yeah. Remember? I think at this point, yeah, yeah I think yeah. he was third or fourth, yeah. So, he so he was up there, and you thought, oh, good for Nico. Like, yeah, he's going to do is it. Him. This yeah. is him. Finally. German Grand Prix, it's going to happen. And, Best, then, yeah. and then he got demolished, and he just got passed by everyone and then <laughs> then he crashed um and got caught up by the skating rink once again uh lando norris also retired somewhere in there i think so too uh i don't know if that when exactly i was anyways he retired uh sucks for lando sucks for lando but he probably could have got it <laughs> i'm saying everyone could have if they didn't retire would have got great points but yeah. then in the end like they probably wouldn't have because there been more cars um but anyway so it's just tough to see hulkenberg because that you know you're like oh, yeah, he deserves a podium just just couldn't get it done. Uh, Very close at his home Grand Prix, and then we apparently s- he's raced there since he was a little kid. So yeah, second year in a row a, a German crashes out in the wet. Same spot too. No, no, were you right? Right? Yeah. No, no Vettel was turn right. eight. For yeah, you're right. I believe. Um, but yeah, but anyways, he was. We could have been turn six. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but it, it was it's it's it's, it's a turn it's the u-turn <laughs> the u-turn i forget what it's called it's the banking u-turn um so yeah so hulkenberg crashes and was that the point where stroll took yes. the gamble because stroll had i think before that he had already gone on the softs before hulkenberg crashed. no he was on inters everyone was on inters then how i'm pretty sure he got on the softs before the safety car was actually called no, he went in when the safety car was called. Okay, like for the restart, he was the only one on on softs. Okay, yeah, so like they went, they were the only one to go in during the safety car, and kind of predicted like, oh, may as well make the chance. Yeah, uh, and the commentators kind of joked, being like, oh, we have one risk risk taker, and they're like, oh, they may as well. He's last place. Like, yeah, it's behind the Williams. Like, why not give it a try? Um, so Stroll goes onto the softs and then gets the luck of the gods, literally, because it didn't it stopped raining. Uh, and the dry line started to form a couple of laps later, which meant 
everyone was diving into the pits for to change their tires to change into their tires. softs or mediums. And I think most of them went soft because there was like 10 laps left or something, yeah. right? Yeah. I think everyone went soft because the mediums just, obviously, we saw from Max, just didn't have the grip. No. Um, so everyone went for softs, and lo and behold, it shakes the whole grid up. Oh, and my And you're just God. slowly seeing this pink car rise on top <laughs> of the... And you're like, holy crap, Lance Stroll's first? Lance Stroll's first position? I mean, lo- it lasted about five seconds. Oh, but, but <laughs> it was, it was, you know, it's as a Canadian, I was really happy to yeah, see that position. I so. was proud. I mean, <laughs> just to see a Stroll up there. Like, that's that's awesome. Yeah. He's in first place. Um, Max swiftly passed him. Uh, like, I think Everyone. he Everyone. I don't think he, like, laid a challenge to anybody. Uh, I think Danny no, Kivyet was the only one he- setting track times. Setting right. lap times. I think at that point, after that, everybody had gone the softs, it was Max and Danny Kvyat ba- uh, battling back and f- uh, back and forth for uh, fastest lap. Yeah, for fastest lap. Yeah, um, and then Vettel as well. And then yeah, at the end. Um, but yeah, no, Max got by Stroll, and then Stroll kind of didn't defend as hard as he probably could have versus no. Kvyat. Yeah. Um, and Kvyat got by him as well, which kind of obviously ended up screwing him out of the podium. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, as he said in the post race, he wishes he defended a little harder against Kvyat. Um, but I think the Toro Russell had the pace. I think so. Compared to the racing point car. Um, but then he did really well to keep Bottas behind him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Valtteri, they're both Mercedes cars with Mercedes engines. Um, obviously, the racing point, not as aerodynamically upgraded as the Mercedes. The Mercedes is obviously the best. Mm-hmm. But Valtteri, with DRS, could not get by Stroll. No, he couldn't do it. Is that a concern for Toto Wolf? <sighs> Knowing that Esteban's waiting in the winds. You know, we saw this amazing start by Valtteri throughout the season. And it's kind of died off at this midpoint. And you're just seeing that. And you're, you're like, this should be a very simple pass for the Mercedes. We saw how easy Vettel did at the end of the race. Why can't... Valtteri in a Mercedes make that pass on Stroll. Well, now in my opinion, Valtteri's tires were fresher, right? So they weren't as warm um, to try and attempt that pass. And the other thing is, I think we saw it last season too with Valtteri performing really well in the first six to eight races of the season. Then mid-season he did die down a little bit, but I think you're. It, I don't think it's a concern for Total Wolf, as in. Uh, maybe it is concern. I was going <laughs> to try to rephrase this as not a concern way, but uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, he looked pretty pissed off at the end of the after as soon as Valtteri crashed out too. And I think that's the angriest we've ever seen Total Wolf. Yeah, he was. I was going to break another table again. Yeah. So, um, he's Valtteri has to recover in Hungary. I think so. I think that's his not his last chance, but he's he's got to make no. an attempt to come back from. Uh, his last few races there, and I say that, and he got second place in Silverstone. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> um, but it was ju- you just think of things like you yeah. know, Esteban's waiting in the winds. Um, we thought that Valtteri had a two-year contract that he was gonna that he ha- was signed for next year, but he's not confirmed for next year for Mercedes. Oh no, really? Um, apparently. So it's kind of all up in the winds. Where who knows what could happen? Um, and then so he, yeah, so he can't get past Stroll. And then, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, he puts half a tire on, you know, the wet part of of turn one. I think inches, too. Like, it wasn't even that much. I think it was just, like, maybe an inch onto the wet part. And bends it. Yeah. I think his car looked the worst to me compared to every other car that I saw. Yeah. He had the hardest impact, though, for sure. For sure. Um, And, you know, he could just, like, he was just so, so disappointed and, you know, he just sounded so sad, like sadder than Charles, and yeah. Charles was sad. I mean, he just kind of, you know, sorry guys. You know, like, pro- maybe it could have been avoided if he passed Stroll, and it might not have been. I mean, who knows? But it just, I mean, it could have been. He was probably trying to keep that speed to make to catch up to Stroll, right? Yeah. So probably could have been avoided. Maybe. Maybe, and probably could have got, you know, second place. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, yeah, unfortunate for Valtteri. And which saw the last safety car come out. Yeah. And at this point, Vettel's up in P4 because of that amazing little battle between, uh, oh, who was it? It was Sainz. Albon. Albon. Gasly. Kimi. And Vettel. Five of them going at it. And there's a video on the F1's YouTube 
of uh, like the top 10 onboards, and it's, it's number one's about two minutes long because it's just all five of their angles. And it was unbelievable racing. I have to check out that it? video. It, but like watching it live, it was just oh, it unbelievable. Oh, it was fantastic. It was, like I said, I, I, we have not seen this race like a race like this in a long time. No. And five cars going at it like that, following yeah. each other around, pa- everyone's passing each other. I mean, Albon went from fourth to eighth in yeah, like a quarter and a half. Um, which also, I think Pierre Gasly was already out at this point, right? Yeah, he was already out at this no, point. No, he was still in. He was still in. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Yeah. 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 I think you're right. Um, but it just it was just wild. It was insane, and infor- like it's unfortunate what happened with uh, with Kimi's results at the end. But you know, like he yeah. had he had a fantastic weekend of racing, and same same with uh, Carlos Sainz. I mean, he Carlos had a great Sainz. weekend. But even though he like again, there's another guy, Sainz, almost bins it mm-hmm. in the wall, still finishes fifth, recovers and, somehow, and yeah. like he was like, oh, he's like, it feels so good. But his bittersweet doesn't yeah. feel as good because he knows a podium could have been his. It could have been his if you know that that one incident didn't happen. And he, if he doesn't like go into the the kind of gravel there, yeah, we're talking. He could probably be either P two or P three. Oh, absolutely. He was. He had the pace all race. Mm-hmm. So it's it's so unfortunate to see that happen to signs. But yeah, that. The racing in that little bit, I mean, was just incredible. Yeah. I, like, it's nice to see that because we usually just see, you know, racing between the to- uh, top three or four, maybe even two. And then you don't really see the back end of the races, but this race kind of had it all. It's unfortunate we didn't get to see too much of the Williams cars. I think that's just the one aspect of this race we kind of missed out on. Yeah, we did a little bit. Um, I want to get to a point here too, though. This next, So at, at this restart, Vettel's in P4. Mm-hmm. And we had a video that was was very popular about a month ago on how you know it did has have Verstappen fans surpassed the Tifosi fans, yeah, and the German fans. Yeah. It would be this, the German fans are being involved in my link to to to, to yeah. today's video because we saw at the end of that race those two fan groups go <laughs> right at each other to see who was the loudest because he had Max fans who were screaming and yelling because their driver was was first and we had the german and tofosi fans just you know backing vettel to full force oh, trying man. to pass everyone and he passes stroll and he can hear the explosion in the crowd and then he passes kiviat and just the explosion erupts even more and it's just you know we have those two fan groups going at each other max is is killing it and and you know the the dutch fans are are yelling and and you could just hear the atmosphere through the TV and you're like, man, I wish I was there because it would just be amazing. It would have been incredible. Well, the, everybody thought Vettel was out of this race. Yeah, started in twentieth place, man. Ended up second. <laughs> like, and this is the first time we mentioned Vettel in this podcast yeah. because we want to dedicate a little bit to him because a slow start, but wow, what a finish He's, for him. I just he something turned on, I guess, after qualifying where he just didn't get to perform. At all. Like well, even during this first half of the race, yeah, like he wasn't he was, in it. He wasn't. And then I just, w- whatever happened after the second safety car, I, everything that he did just worked yeah. perfectly, and completely in sync. Uh, you know, like his team really helped him out with all the pit stops. I mean, they only had one driver to really wor- worry about in the second half, which made it a little bit easier. But just incredible team strategy. Just amazing drive for Vettel, like throughout the entire thing. Like, I don't think he made one wrong step. No, I don't think he did. Um, it was it was really fantastic to watch him come through, and and you kind of wish there was maybe three four laps left because yeah. how awesome would a battle would have been between Vettel and Verstappen for the race win with those two. I would have been amazing incredible. fan groups going yeah. at it. Um, it would have been uh, an awesome atmosphere, but uh, everyone ended up very happy. Uh, of course, at the end of the race, Pierre Gasly crashed out, uh, ran into the back of Albon, who kind of moved in front of him, but like. Not really. No. Um, Gasly's <laughs> basically cut a tire down, got front wing damage, and sailed it right to the barriers, well, to the barricades, and kind of stopped before he hit anything, which is good for at least he was, Yeah, good for his car. Yeah, and good for yeah, his body him. as well. Yes, <laughs> it's true. You have to remember he is in there. Um, but it's uh, disappointing again for Gasly. Um, you know, a, a race where his teammate dominates and wins the race. And you know he was gonna finish probably P six, P seven if he didn't crash out, and but lost he had, the points. He yeah. crashed out, um, and again we see another failed race by Gasly, and it's it's 
getting to a, a cutting point with him where, you know, the if you're Christian Horner, you have to have faith in him. But this is the Max Verstappen show at Red Bull. Everything's run by at him. At the moment, absolutely. At yeah. the moment, yeah. Everything's run through him. That's his team. He's comfortable with it. And, you know, you're, that's it, – it's Max Verstappen, and then there's everyone else that could be a driver for Red Bull. Um, and, you know, that's why we saw Danny Ricciardo leave. Pierre Gasly, I think, is going to have to take a, a, his summer break and mentally prepare for the second half of the season because he has to preform if he wants. I mean, if he's there. Danny Kvyat in a Toro Rosso got a, uh, got a podium. And set fastest lap times. He's yeah. up there in top three fastest lap times. That like, is a major concern for Pierre Gasly. Oh, and absolutely. something if you're a Christian Horner, you look at and you go, well, maybe we give Danny the chance again. Maybe he can step up. And we mm-hmm. have that Danny... <laughs> I would have, I mean, awesome teammates. Danny and Max as teammates. Wow, would that be great for? Oh, everyone? it would be, be some really good entertainment throughout the races. And for we've sure. been impressed with Danny throughout this whole season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you especially, because we've heard a lot of, a uh, lot last year about Danny Kvyat before he was even in that. I one. told, I told him that <laughs> Danny Kvyat, you gotta come back, man. Um, and look at that, he's you know, what a great week for Just him. Had a Podium, kid, so. had a kid the day before the race. Yes. So podium, he's, awesome. He he's got a lot to take away for this weekend. Yeah. Um, on Pierre Gasly, would we see Red Bull second in constructors if Pierre Gasly was getting those points? No. No. I think no. we would though. You think you would? I th- man, if you could say the same thing though, if Ferrari didn't have their strategic problems. I I'm specifically talking about Red Bull. Keep all the points that. Um, Red Bull. Like if you're sorry, saying with da- if if Danny Rick was in Gasly's seat, yeah, pretty much. I'm j- any other uh, driver. <laughs> it'd be pretty close. Do you have this dr- the construction standings up? Yeah, I can pull it up. Let's, we'll we'll put the construction standings up to see where everyone's at. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It'd be because Max Verstappen is now about I think 21 or 22 points away from uh, Valtteri Bottas in second. Yeah, he's in third right now, Max, and so Red is uh, impressive. So Mercedes has 409, not catching not, up no, to them, no, not whatever. happening. They have the title. Uh, Ferrari has 261, and then Red Bull has 217. Think of all the instances. 50, ooh, 50 points, it's – it'd be close. It'd be, it'd be much closer for second. I think it would be much closer for sure. Um, but, yeah, like think of all the – like there's been 10 races, 11 races, 10 or 11 races. I think it's 10. Um even if he got minimum ten points in all of those, minimum, yeah, he would have, they they would be up there. They would be up there, yeah. And it's just unfortunate uh, to see that happen. But you know, like uh, no hate on Ferrari, they're still doing a really good job, and they have two drivers that are very capable of doing it. And it's unfortunate that Red Bull isn't in the same position as they are. Yeah, I mean, are we? Will we kind of see this? Verstappen wins two of the last three Grand Prix. Red Bull really looks like they're competing, having a a top tier car well, with the Mercedes and Ferrari. Is this the kind of tipping point for Red Bull and Max, where now they can fight and now they can go for race wins and lead this into next year? Because we're really seeing them go over the edge here and and, and having fantastic races and really succeeding well together. And and this could be the start of what could be. A world championship campaign for Max Verstappen in 2020 or 20 uh, ni- yeah 2020. Absolutely, because I don't know if you saw Max's st- uh, stats in the last 20 races today. He has been top five in the last 20 races since that's last a, year. That's an unbelievable statistic. Like, not not lower than P5, and he has not crashed out. Not ha- hasn't had a DNF. He's just been so consistent Cons- since Monaco last yeah, year. Consistently good driver. So I think it is. The Red Bulls definitely on. They have. They have. They have a driver that could win. They know it. They have it. Uh, they just signed a new contract with Honda. They know they're gonna have the same engine for the next few years, uh, and an engine manufacturer that works with them and lets them do what they want with their car. So I think that's going to play a huge plus, and I think that's why we've seen such a big rise in Red Bull this year. Because even though we haven't seen Pure Gasly perform, we've seen Max Verstappen perform every single race. Beyond expectations. Yes, absolutely. So 
I think you're right. I think this is a huge start for Red Bull. I mean, I think we saw it a few years ago when Max originally started racing for them. He had huge potential. I think he's finally starting to show it in the last year. Yeah, I think he's really showing his mature driving side. We saw the Absolutely. teenager Max yes. Verstappen the years before, but this, you know, twenty-year-old now or in the, in his twenties, uh, Max Verstappen, something like that. Something like that. Um, we're seeing the mature Max Verstappen come through and we're seeing the relationship of Red Bull and Max flourish and it's just seamless right now. And uh, honestly, if they keep up this development rate and this teamwork through the whole crew from Christian to Max through the whole Red Red Bull squad, I mean, they set a world record pit stop not to, you know, was it last times in a row? And they set another one this week. It was point point, uh, three tenths of a second faster. Holy jeez. So, yeah. I, so mean, I think the last one was point one nine one, yeah. and I think this one was point one eight eight. Holy crap! Um, so there again, <laughs> everyone at Red Bull is performing. If they keep this, this consistency up, they challenge Mercedes next year for absolutely, or at least Max challenges Lewis next year for the drivers' world. Championship. I think it's going to be a big competition between. Well, even if you include Charles Leclerc and Vettel, like. Include any other drivers in that in that race uh, in that series next year. We're gonna see some very exciting racing for the next few years. And you kind of wish that you know everyone had this pace at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. because we wouldn't have seen Mercedes run away with this title because it you know it it's just how they started the season. It's, yeah. It was perfection from Mercedes. Um, if if this if the season started in Canada and France, and we had this kind of everyone's everywhere, mm-hmm. uh, and Red Bull's performing and Ferrari's slowly getting there um you know we have red bull and mercedes fighting for the constructors championships and max fighting lewis for the drivers championship mm-hmm. and i think it's going to be a great season next year to watch oh, yeah, these two sure. battle at it and you know we're going into summer break now so we're going to be seeing we're going to see some different uh things coming back in the cars once we get back yeah. we're going to see some tweaks here and there so we're hopefully going to be seeing some better Sorry, some better uh, driving overall from these cars. So it's you know it's a lot to look forward to for this later half of the season. Hundred um, percent. So saying that, uh, we'll r- just quickly run-, run through the top five and kudos to everyone. So Max Verstappen first, fantastic race, does a three sixteen wins. Uh, Vettel P second, P second, P two. P second. <laughs> <laughs> uh, goes from twentieth place to second in one of probably his greatest drives in his career, and kind of fitting that you know. He was the first man to get Toro, so a podium. And he's on the podium as well. It was a really Red Bull feel up there because well, of what Seb did, and then now Danny Kvyat gets Toro. If he Toro never wins at Hockenheim, this is going to be the moment he's going to remember. He went yeah. from 20th to second place. So yeah, he's, 100%. He's still, he's still got that to look forward to. It was a very cool kind of Red Bull trio up there because yeah. you know, obviously, like as I said, Vettel gets the first podium for Toro, so... Uh, Kvyat gets the second up there, and Max wins. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then kudos to fourth and fifth, uh, Lance Stroll in fourth and Racing Point with a the best strategy call so far of the season. Um, that got them, you know, fantastic points. They weren't going to point, and they got fourth place, so close to a podium. It's got to be his best finish in the last two years, I want to say. Yeah, since Baku. Yeah. Since Baku, when yeah. he got third. Um, and then uh, fifth place, uh, unfortunate for McLaren because they probably could have got a podium mm-hmm. but Carlos Sainz with a, a beautiful drive as well and he's just been again another driver that's so consistent and uh, I've been so impressed with this oh year. same just McLaren overall you know Landon Norris has some tough times here and there but yeah, yeah just overall they're Carlos Sainz has done a great job stepping up so there's your top five for the German Grand Prix uh, let us know your thoughts about the Grand Prix down in the comments below and uh, what was a, a fantastic race. We'll hopefully see many more of those for races to come. Um, shall we do uh, our preview? Yeah, we'll do a quick preview. Let's do our quick preview of Hungary, uh, which is next week. Hungary. Yeah, it's this weekend. That's right. Sorry, this <laughs> week. It's back-to-back. Um, we kind of touched on it, I guess, if, if this form continues for Red yeah. Bull. Um, but just y- your thoughts, Shaker, of... of What's going into Hungary? Um, Mercedes looking to bounce back, of course. Ferrari looking to kind of bounce back and, and get their first win of the season. Remember, Ferrari hasn't won a race this season. No, they haven't. Um, and they're still second constructors. They've been kind yeah, of out so there. Red Bull and Max, well, Max Verstappen in general is the only person to beat Red Bull in the last beat year. Mercedes. Mercedes, sorry. Yeah, yeah. since uh, Austria of last year. 
He's the only driver. Is it to Austria have, of last year? That's I think how long it's been. Austria of last year, because he also won at Austria of last year. Oh, I didn't. I thought Ferrari. I guess no. I guess they didn't win one at the latter parts of the last season. No, Kimi won in USA. Kimi won in USA. Okay, what are, why did okay then the stat I read is yeah, wrong. Yeah, that's okay. Kimi <laughs> did win in USA. Who can forget Kimi winning? That's true. Um, but uh, it should be a, an interesting race in Hungary. Obviously, the the race before the summer break. Um, I think Ferrari has a good chance to uh, yeah to have a good comeback for this race. Just looking at the track really quickly, I think this uh, here. Bye. <laughs> I think this track suits uh, Ferrari a little bit more. See, I think. I mean, it's Mercedes can hit any track and they'll still win it. But see, I think this is more of a Red Bull Mercedes track personally. There's only one okay. long straight for the Ferrari to really challenge on, um, and we know them for being. That's true, but like if you look at some of the turns, oh I, yeah, okay, never mind. I I was looking at just the right side, and that's not as bad for turns. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, okay. I, can I think see it's going to be another Red Bull Mercedes fight for for Hungary, and it's going to be an interesting one. I think you're going to see Mercedes wanting to. Set their foot back, gonna choke hold on the on the rest of the field, mm-hmm. and you're gonna want Red Bull. Well, you're gonna want Max to, <laughs> uh, to show once again why maybe he's the best driver in the world right now. Um, and then obviously you have the Ferraris, Charles Leclerc, and Sebastian Vettel. I mean, looking you know, Charles Leclerc is gonna be looking for a redemption for himself yeah. after the last race. So hundred percent. Um, it's there's gonna be a lot of exciting things to see, and I'm sure Landon Norris is feel. Well, I'm sure a yeah. lot of the drivers that went out this past uh, race are looking for uh, something for them to to get something out of this race. I think you can uh, see the Renault have a a solid race in this one as well. Let's hope so. They're getting a new engine. Are they? Well, I guess one of his engines is gone, right? They're only left oh, three yeah, engines. Ricardo will be yeah, getting a Ricardo, new engine. Yeah, Ricardo sure. will be getting a new engine. Uh, or at least, well, I think it's a used second engine. I think they went yeah, back to the I first think engine. Back to the first. Yeah, I think you're right. But anyways, it's a newer engine. <laughs> it's not one that's going to explode. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, and then, I mean, I hope. I really hope Racing Point is looking to build on after what they did this week. I it's hope it's going to so. be a little bit more difficult. Not their style of, of no, racetrack. for sure. Um. But, I mean, Lance Stroll has some positives to look at after the last race and, you know, continue going on. And Perez uh, probably feels left out after, you know, yeah. his teammate getting fourth and him being the first one out in the first, like, few laps. I mean, no fault of his own. Um, well, it is. I mean, he got a little too oh, too well, horny on the power yes. and spun it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'd like, I don't know. It should be a very overall good race. I guess we can talk about some few track details. Yeah, so uh, <coughs> obviously the one really long straight on the front stretch, which is really the only main straight. Is that is it the only I think DRS? It's the only DRS zone. Yeah, I think there's only one DRS zone in Hungary. Yep. Um, a lot of medium speed turns. Yeah. High and medium speed turns uh, at Hungary, and it, it's a great track. The Hungaro Ring. Uh, it's a fantastic track to to race on. Um, on F1 games, at least. <laughs> I mean, I've never done it personally, but on the F1 games, it's fun to race around. And, oh, I can uh, imagine. Yeah. Um. Always provides you know good racing. Uh, I think it's another one of those smaller, uh, not not smaller, but tighter tracks like like Hockenheim, where um, tougher to overtake, but also is good for tight racing. Okay, okay, should uh, be interesting. I find so it'll be a fun race to, and hopefully we see another great. I mean, it's gonna take a lot to top to top Germany, so fans don't get disappointed if it's not another Germany race. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's one of the good, f- few good races we've had in a long time. Can we, lo- I, uh, if you stall for a second, I will look up the weather report. In okay, Hungary. I can look it up right now. Okay, okay I'll um, stall. But uh, yeah, anyways, <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's okay. Yeah, I got you, it. Saw, you got it. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so overall, this uh, track was built in 1986. <laughs> so, oh, you're pulling all the facts. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I just got to do something. Uh, but yeah, so over, uh, there's going to be 70 laps of racing. Hopefully, there's no uh, rain to stop. Uh, to take away some uh, laps from it, and then yeah. Well, it's I'm hoping that it can have some like dynamic weather. That's true. Hope to see some differences. I mean, I'm hopefully we're over the heat and uh, we get uh, get some t- rain. That's a tough name to spell. Mog Mogyarod. M A G Y A R. No, it's, it's M A G Y O. Oh R O D. Yeah, you're right. You got it. Did you uh, have it on there? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh whatever. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's what I was looking for. <laughs> no, I'm just totally guessing. Oh, this is fun. Um, so rain on Friday for practice. Um, qualifying could have a little bit of a wet spell. It's supposed to be a thunderstorm. 
Um, 40 percent chance on Saturday. Um, uh, 25 degrees. It's gonna be nice temperature wise. Mm-hmm. Sunday sunshine. 20 percent chance of rain. Ooh. But uh, you know Monday. Uh, there's supposed to be rain, so it, it, maybe the the rain from Monday holds, holds it goes yeah. to Sunday. We could see another wet kind of <laughs> wet dry race. But well, uh, I mean that would should still be interesting because if it will shake up qualifying, if there is qualifying, rain. yeah, if it will shake it up if we see other players start in the podium, um, and you know see people uh, see teams like Mercedes and Ferrari start a little bit further back. It could make for an interesting race come Sunday. It could, and and there won't be much practice time in the dry as well. No. So these teams won't have the full setup figured out um so that that's another thing to play on as well you know how much running are you going to see on friday with in the wet weather and it's what uh, what's the degrees on sunday at uh, 26 20, I okay that's pretty decent which, i was going to say are we going to see a big heat spell on sunday no, would not you like screw up uh mercedes and uh who was who else that was having issues I think it was mostly Mercedes. It was mostly Mercedes. Okay. Yeah, but no, it's twenty six degrees, so okay, it actually that's pretty be, good. That's, that's should be a very really nice day. Yeah, um, unless somehow the rain comes from Monday and goes to Sunday. But it uh, looks like a dry race uh, in Hungary, but maybe with uh, a lot of wet running throughout the weekend. So um, setups could be interesting. It'll be they'll have a lot of if it's wet. They'll I mean they'll have every tire to select from. They'll have lots of tires throughout the race, so we could kind of see some different strategies play out through there. Um, and yeah, I, I mean that's kind of the, the main spot of, of Hungary. Um, shall we get into predictions? Sure. Um, I'm more sorry. I just got to add. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm very excited to see the Dutch fans out on this because all I I've heard too, from yeah. the comments is all like, "This is a race that everybody shows up for." Yeah. So I'm uh, hopefully sea of orange. Sea of Hungary. orange. You know, we've seen it the last few races, so this is going to be hopefully a bigger one. So I hear. Um, so I guess, you know, after what, well, I guess we didn't mention this in the podcast about what we were talking about, uh, uh, Dutch fans versus German. No, we, I guess we did. We did talk about that. There's something that I, okay, whatever. We did Anyways, talk about that. Okay. That's okay. That's okay. It's, um, it's been a longer podcast, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think, yeah, we're, we're close to like an hour. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Predictions. <laughs> go, predictions. go ahead. <laughs> um, Obviously, it was hard to predict last race. Um, I believe you and Chris actually got it right, though, and said Verstappen. I, well, I never looked back, but I think I think we both said Max Verstappen first and Vettel second. If you guys did, that's impressive. I think. Um, I can't remember, though. I'm going to go uh, in this race. Uh, Lewis Hamilton first. Okay. Max Verstappen second. Okay. Valtteri Bottas third. So, Mercedes won three, Max splitting the Mercs. Okay. And uh, surprise driver uh, is going to be Carlos Sainz. Okay. I think he's looking for a little bit, not revenge, but a missed opportunity. Okay. Okay. I, mean, I think Carlos Sainz would have been my dar- my dark horse, too. Oh, jeez. But I'm, I'm going to choose somebody different just okay. to you know, keep it a little spicy. Um, I'm going to go Max Verstappen first because what I've noticed is when the Dutch fans show up, they show up. They show and up. And Max shows up. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with him for first. Um, and then I'm going to go Lewis Hamilton second. Yeah. And then I'm going to go Vettel third. Vettel third. Yeah. Keeps up his good form. Keeps up his good form. You know, had one of his best races this season. Well, I guess technically in the past year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's going to be, uh, he's going to be, he's going to have a good race for this one. All right. Uh, but like we said, we, this might not be one of Ferrari's races, so. You never know though. After last week. (laughs) Yeah. Never quite know. Um, uh, any final? And then I guess my. Yes. Oh yeah, you're sorry. My turn, of course. Um, I think I'm gonna go with Hulkenberg. Oh. I think okay. so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think uh, I, we could see some. Uh, I think I think we've talked about Hulkenberg for so long, and he just you know nothing ever comes out of it. So I'm hoping this one time it happens. He had a really good drive the last race. You know, bar the incident. If that incident didn't happen, I'm sure we would have seen him uh, up in the top five. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think he'll continue his performance, and I think he's got a little bit to show uh, to the German fans that were kind of, you know, had to come out and see his race. But, you know, well, you know it should be good. It should be good. That's who I'm going with. Uh, let us know your predictions down in the comments below and your, uh, I guess, breakthrough driver, dark horse driver that uh, could come out and surprise everyone. Everyone should have said Lance Stroll last week. Yeah. Uh, Did they or actually? Or Danny Kivyat. No, they should have, though. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but like, wow. I guess, good I predictions. Yeah. That would be very impressive. Um, any final 
thoughts, Shaker? Um, I guess we're no. I, th- I was just gonna say, I guess we're not gonna be technically after the next episode. We're not gonna be back for a month. Yeah. Well, we'll still have we're try to get some gonna content. Have some content, content to fill, up here. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll have some content to fill the summer break and keep you guys uh, involved in F one. We're F1. gonna hopefully go karting. Yeah. That's we'll get some fun <laughs> footage of that. Um, and hopefully, uh, we can start our. Our power rankings for the last part of the season. We've been kind of teasing that the last couple of weeks. We're yeah. still trying to figure out a scoring system that works for everyone that we think is fair, uh, unlike the F1 one. We could technically come back with it, I guess. We could. Come back with it after the summer break, and yeah. then we could work out the two weeks. We could. Um, but this is a discussion to have with Chris. But yes, we. Um, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> we're deciding with for him. Um, and we'll, uh, we'll also try to you know keep you updated with all the summer transfer news uh, and rumors coming from the world of F1 during the summer break. Of course, uh, we never quite know. Summer break's always kind of rumor central, so uh, we'll keep you updated with some news and rumors. Yeah, because we haven't seen anything for next year. I don't no, think. it's been very quiet as of the last few weeks. So. Since we had our Silly Season video, it's been quiet. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> what, I mean, I guess it makes sense. Um, so, yeah, I guess. Is that it for I you? I think. I think that is it. All right. Um, so, Chris will be back next week off from vacation for the recap of the Hungarian Grand Prix. Make sure you join us. And, of course, enjoy the Hungarian Grand Prix. Don't forget to like the video if you really like the video. Uh, you probably should do that. Yeah. Uh, but most importantly, subscribe. We're so close to our, our goal of getting before the summer break of 1,000. I think last time we checked, we were at... 975? Yeah, 976, I think you 976. said. So we're 14 away. No, sorry, 76. 24 away. 24 away. <laughs> um, 24 away. Uh, it was so close to getting our goal of 1,000 you know, by the summer break. So if you guys could just do us a huge solid, uh, help us you know, try to grow this podcast, hit the sub- subscribe button down below, share with all your friends that are, of course, interested in F1 or want to get into F1. And uh, we're hoping to kind of – Bring this community along and enjoy F1 and experience the the fantastic races with you guys. Uh, so make sure you, you get that done. And, of course, let us know any questions or uh, or comments that you have down in the comments section below. Good to go? Yep. Good to go. All right. We will see you after the Hungarian Grand Prix for our recap. Bye for now. Thank you. Bye.